one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. If it's spooky, don't be frightened. Scurry home and bar the door. And the fiends and ghouls delight in things that scare. So be well aware as you make your way. Don't be led astray, for the goal is near and your friends are here. And there's plenty more in store. You. The terrors of the catacombs. Of... <laughs> Let's not do this again. <laughs> The terrors of the catacombs of the family Strahd have been bested and the dragon friends bloodied but unbowed. With the banshee defeated and the crypt key discovered, you have the means to leave this place, but also the element of surprise may for once be with you. For it is clear that Strahd meant for his family tomb to be your final prison, and it is likely that he will not expect you to have escaped it quite so handily. The four of you seize the moment to regroup, rest, and eat a hurried meal. Frizo, you have time to reacquaint yourself with your spells, and everyone is able to instantly regain their hit dice from this brief respite. Can I use this opportunity to learn the invisibil- invisibility spell you, you gave can. Me? At this yes. point, you can memorize this invisibility spell. Awesome. None of you have any doubt that a great challenge lies before you, perhaps even your greatest challenge yet, and preparation now may be the difference between victory and death. At long last, it is Bobby who stands up, squaring himself against the door that lies above him. With key firmly in hand, he fits it to the lock and a familiar vortex of energy throws the dragon friends through its maw and back into the library of Castle Ravenloft's western wing. It is impossible to tell how long has transpired, but by the light, by, but by the absence of light, it must be close to midnight. Your host awaits and it would be good not to keep him waiting. So we need to go to level four, five. So, so you are on level two right now, two. the library. Level one was the guest quarters, level two is the library. There are two levels ahead. So where do we think Strahd took Irena? Well, <laughs> bats always sleep on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but each floor would have a ceiling. <laughs> 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 yeah. That is what makes it a floor. One, one man's floor is another man's ceiling. That's... <laughs> Unless you live on the top floor. <laughs> and you don't have a ceiling, in which case your ceiling is the sky. Where which, bats cannot yeah, sleep. In which case you're not actually, that's not a building, that's, that's a dumpster. That's <laughs> because you're, which case you're living on someone's roof. When yeah, you guys are done, I hadn't finished. <laughs> bats sleep on the ceiling, but the king of bats <laughs> <laughs> sleeps on the top floor. I see. Actually, um, it's an old orcish saying. Well, <laughs> well, while you sit here philosophizing, actually, um, also I tallied the adventure, the experience in the last couple of adventures, and realized that I forgot it in the last story. But you've all leveled up, so congratulations! Oh. Um, you guys are now all level four, and I have new character sheets for you. Oh. So level four, and um, because this is your first campaign. This is the first time you get uh, stat bonuses, which means that you all, your dice <gasps> rolls are going to get means. a little bit better. So, Frizo, you now have 16 charisma, which baffles me. <laughs> um, and you are Warlock level four. Congratulations. You can cast, um, you know, more spells. Oh, uh, Baston, yes. you... Did you say you can cast no more spells? Yeah. More spells. You know more spells. Ah, oh, right, okay. Baston, you're a little bit stronger. Bobby, you're a little bit more dexterous. Uh, Filge had the opportunity nice. of taking her fourth level of Barbarian, um, but <laughs> Alex insisted that she wanted to take a level of Wizard. So... <laughs> You are a level three barbarian, level one wizard. A gimme. <laughs> that, means, that means that you can cast two spells a day. I did ask you last night what spells you wanted. You said surprise me. So Filge has had in a moment of inspiration from holding Frizo's spell book for so long. Two spells have coalesced in her mind, but because she is unfamiliar with the language of magic, she just knows them as spell number one and spell number two. Hold on, let me get this. 
So, so wait, what's going to happen is at some point, Phil uh, will try and cast a spell. As an action. Will, and Alex will say, I cast spell number one. And at that point, you'll tell her what the spell is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lucky dip. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so will, yeah, will, they, will there be spells from this book? Um, from... Filge's spell book is written in her heart. Right, okay. okay. <laughs> and oh, your magical focus is the Great Club. So if you ever yes. lose it, are disarmed by it, you lose the ability to cast spells. Got it. Yep. All right, so yes, you find yourselves in the Library of Strahd, once a proud and beautiful building, now racked by winds and tempests. It is a pitiful, uh, scrap-filled dumpster fire of what it once was. Dave, seeing as we're back in the library... Yes. Uh, Baston's going to have another go <laughs> on the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Whee! That's all right. All. So, uh, c- can you remind me, how much of the sword have we put together? You, have the only, you only have the handle. S- okay. <laughs> if they threw the handle yeah, very if, hard... If I just, could, could, is it possible that Filch could just beat this vampire to death with the handle? Do you know there's really only one way to find out? <laughs> I guess we should venture onwards and upwards then. You can study the handle if you want. Yeah, is there anything, like any inscriptions, any like oh, okay. runes or... I will do an arcana check. I roll a two. Okay. <laughs> um, what if I point... You put it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> what if I point the lantern of seeing at the, okay. at the thing? All right, that actually does something. So It makes um, it brighter than it was. <laughs> no, no, no. You have found one of the um, actual uses of the lantern of revealing. So... You it's, it's, sorry, when he does this, is he zipping by on the ladder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you are going to have to get off the Hold ladder. it still! <laughs> Just race alongside me. Um, no, absolutely. So, it's the ladder... Um, <laughs> the lantern reveals, first of all, um, the symbol of the family house and then an inscription that says, To Sergei, my brother... Um, which is written in old Barovian. And while you were looking at it, you also realised something, just from your own heritage, that this is fine Barovian workmanship. This is obviously an heirloom of a noble family of these lands. But what, do I recognise the crest on it? You've all recognised by now. I the it's fucking Strahd's crest. Probably Strahd's. <laughs> just wanted to confirm. You're in his house. I'm in his house, right, OK, oh, right. no, it's the Wilkinson's from Down Shore. <laughs> <laughs> so you are sorry, in. I'm sorry. You are in this ruined library. Uh, the doors to the guest quarters are below you. The doors to who knows what lie above you. In the ceiling? It's no, a hatch, this, Dave. No, no. Th- these rooms. Had, <laughs> I already explained. I explained this. this. This tower has stairs along the side with small balconies. Explain oh, okay. how rooms work one more time. <laughs> um. Uh, Don't any... you remember? We, we did this already. Eden tried to fly kick a door and fell down off the balcony. Oh, I might be the only person who listens to this podcast. Yes. All right. I oh, imagine that very edited, So I think he probably has to listen to it. Yeah, but it's just do... I'm just doing like volumes and levels and stuff. I don't pay attention <laughs> to the plot. All right. We march up <laughs> the stairs uh, toward uh, level four, which I think is the level we haven't been to well, yet. Well, to level three, which is the traditionally the level <laughs> that comes after the second level. Where were, the, where were the crypts? Oh, probably below. You're not in the crypts. <laughs> All right. We it's in a vortex. To level, to level three. Okay. All right, okay um, as you go. make your way up to the balcony, you discover that this door previously locked has been Oh, can left. I just say? Can I just say? <laughs> I just want them to leave the first room. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But yeah, there are there are all these different levels because you know them because they're on top of each other. But Strad is such an edgy guy that all the levels are level uh, 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 level six six six. <laughs> and when he's showing people around the castle, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> you're on level six six six. That's bad." But it's not. It's level one in, in case of a fire. Is that so the you... response you were hoping for? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. When I played that out of my head. <laughs> Were you, like, carried out by these people on on their shoulders? Yeah, but in a good way. Six, six, six. We approach level six, six, six. And you notice that the door has been left ajar. Mm. Once again, it seems a sign that Strahd was not expecting you to best his crypt quite so quickly. Mm. So we go through the door that is slightly ajar. Who's going first? Eden. Looks like I'm doing it. (laughs) Bam. I know it's slightly ajar, but I'm going to kick it anyway. 
Is this another flying kick? Yep. All right. Sure is. All right, roll your dice. That's um, how I roll. 11. All right. Um, 11 will do it. Uh, the door was open, so... Interest, what, what wouldn't have done it? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, look, last time you did this, you rolled a one, so... <laughs> Any chance to, you know, fling himself off the balcony. Anyway, you make your way through the door, Eden, and inside you see what seems to be... um, I want to say a word now, but I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Oh, 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 what's a synonym? Lean into it, Dungeon Dave. I was going to say... I was going to say voluminous, but that's what? not no. right. Oh, voluminous. 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 Thank you. You were um, very close. I was good not on Dave for trying a good new on word. Dave. Good, good on Dave. I think Dungeon Dave is being very brave. Brave Dave. Uh, this is a, brave a beautiful... A, a beautiful bedroom chamber with voluminous uh, oh. flowing... Um, Sort of tapestries and a four-poster bed in the in the edge with beautiful brocaded um, sort does, of pillars and. Does the bed look like it's been slept in recently? No, it does not. It looks, if anything, ceremonial. It's huge. It has. What um, do you mean a ceremonial bed? Like black satin sheets. Like for special fucking? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna sleep in black satin sheets every day. That'll get messy. Real I do. Quick. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's let's stop the adventure and drill down on that for a second. <laughs> I don't even know what satin is. Is it? Is it? Is it it's, it's, a, it's this. It sounds flammable. Anyway, the <laughs> the the black um, curtains of this four-poster bed are closed, and the room, um, even the candles, seem somber, uh, restrained, and the light is very dim. And this is just to clarify, because last time we found Arena in a, like a bedroom. This is a different bedroom. This is another directly bedroom. above. Her room was sort of the color theme was like whites and peaches. Oh. This is reds and blacks. Mm. But actually, otherwise, it looks like the furnishings were probably bought from the same Swedish supply store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a four-poster bed with the curtains drawn around it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is a temptation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nobody else has To seen do what? <laughs> I am... I'm kind of worried. You're not in the room yet. Do you want to fuck the bed? No, I was. I was thinking I would try and dive through and come out the other side. Oh. Or maybe do like a whale dive, like onto. Well, you know, nobody's here to stop you because you went into the room by yourself. So I'm gonna do it. I'm just follow. Say yes to your own ideas. Okay. So I'm just gonna describe what you're going to do. So I'm like. So I like start running like in slow motion for dramatic effect, like literally. I notice he's mo- running in slow motion, so I'm like, "What, <laughs> guys, come quickly!" No, no, no. Die, strut, and fly kick through the closed curtains. I assume into a vampire. <laughs> Make a dexterity check. Yeah, this is going to go well. That was not clear. Six. (laughs) You were asking before what wouldn't do it. That would not do it. (laughs) You try to do a flying kick, and Bobby tries to make it as heroic as he can with the supporting slow-motion sounds, but your foot gets tangled in the curtains, and what becomes a heroic kick sort of becomes a wincing, wrenching sensation in your groin. Um, oh, not my groin! And um, you actually you are going to have dexterity penalties for the rest of the adventure. Oh, why do um, I you'll do be anything? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows, Eden. Nobody knows. Um, but it is a good thing that you failed because as the entire curtains are wrenched off their socket, it reveals in a beautiful white, it seems, funerary gown the reposing figure of Irina Koliana. Oh. Is she awake? Is no, she, she alive? Seems entranced, asleep, or otherwise. Ooh. My love, I'm just going to lie down for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just next to you, just have a little. Oh. The three of you in the other room uh, so, hear some thuds and then a crash. So, so we I, rush in. We rush in. Yeah. Right, you find Eden collapsed, tangled Best in. On, no, please. just just straight chilling. Just like <laughs> by the time you get there, I'm like. So. My groin doesn't hurt at all. Gaston, <laughs> gr- what happened? Uh, Looks oh, like I you see. were gearing Look up. Look over there. <laughs> um, and so I guess we see Irina and we're pretty freaked out by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I swing at her with my sword. 
I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> um, so as he swings, I put my hand up and I hold. What do you think the hold. goal of this adventure is? <laughs> I'm unclear. All right, so do you want to, I guess I guess I roll to swing okay, and then and you I'm, roll to. Okay, I'm rolling to, to stop him. I rolled at seven plus my strength is negative one. I rolled a six. Oh my God, okay. No, wait, and you rolled I an rolled eight. a, is that a 15? 15. All right. You have plus six, so. Okay. So not only, are you sw swung with your magic sword? Yeah. Okay, I'm actually going to say, because you succeeded by like 10, that <laughs> no. um, you pull out your magic wand and you smash the sword out of Frizo's hands and it clutters to, the, clutters to the far side of the room. I pick up the sword. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you now have a plus one magic long sword. Yep. Phil just magic sword. Phil, Phil's pulled out her magic wand. Yeah. Right, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, okay, there great. are two magic wands There now. are two magic wands. All right, yeah, yeah. I will cross this sword off my list then. <laughs> What did we learn? <laughs> uh, attack people like far away from out of arm's reach of Filge, I guess. Yes. So uh, yes, is she I bend down. Incredibly, by the way, Irina does not seem to respond to any of this noise. Oh. I bend down next to the body of the sleeping um, Irina and I slap her across the face. Okay. To wake her up. How hard? Oh, just briskly. Can you do a dexterity check? A brisk slap. A brisk slap. Brisk. We, and to be clear, this is non-lethal. Yeah. As okay. opposed to a lethal slap. <laughs> I just, with a half-hook, you don't okay, know. Okay, this is how hard it is. Like, um, Macaulay oh, Culkin slap, putting can on you slap Frizo as hard? Can you, can you slap Hing as hard as you slap her? Can I? Yeah, 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 go for it. Take, Take your, glasses your glasses off. Take your glasses off. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. A little Briskly. Tappy tappy. All right. Oh, um, oh. Okay, so no, no effect. No effect. Oh... I, being a prince, will revive her with a kiss. <laughs> and I uh, roll to kiss her. Frizo distances himself six. from these remarks. I rolled a six. On what check? Uh, <laughs> Smooch check. I think we established that previously. Smooch check. A grapple. Well, you're doing it wrong. Out. Actually, I think that's just a touch attack. Um... <laughs> So just like licks her eyeball. Okay, great. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> while all this is happening, actually, Bobby, because you're not getting involved in this no, sir. weirdness. <laughs> um, why don't you actually just make for me a very um, simple, just beat 10 uh, perception check. Oh, Fun. nice. 15. Okay. So you have a chance to scan the room and you notice a couple of things. Firstly, the balcony, the stairs leading up again. It seems that every room in this tower is built to the same design. Um, you also From the same Swedish <laughs> castle <laughs> shop. <laughs> Should we name that shop? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's I'll called No. <laughs> no with no an accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, saved. Um, no, so G N umlaut O. <laughs> Fine, good. Yeah, it's exclusively by Swedish trolls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And they sell a bookcase called Billy, but it's actually alive. <laughs> oh. oh, boy, there's a lot of potential there. <laughs> anyway, um, so you, did, you notice a couple of things. The bookcase leading up, you also notice uh, what seems to be in the far corner um, a sort of chest that is locked and barred, and you also can see a pedestal in the other corner of the room that seems to have something obscured by a black shroud. All right, I go in and inspect I'll this. take care of this. <laughs> no, 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 you're busy I, I, smooching. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'll go in and inspect the, uh, the shroud and see All right, if you're a... pulling it off? Yep. Okay, underneath <laughs> it you see what... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Ben, don't. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, as you pull it... What? What? Sorry? Just say it. Did you have something to... Because he's pulling it off. That was... <laughs> Again, is that the reaction that you... <laughs> <laughs> As you remove the shroud, you see underneath it a globe of crystal um, held in a wicked iron claw. And inside that crystal, you can see a sort of smoky, whirling uh, vortex of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, is it something, is the claw attached to the, the ground it's, on a stand? The claw or? comes out of the pedestal and is attached and it's the uh, talons are such that you would not be able to remove the sphere without breaking the claw. But I could take the claw with me? 
No, because it's attached, attached to the pedestal, and the pedestal is attached to the floor because presumably Strahd knows that thieves like you are walking around. Okay, got it. Um, Foot bones connected to the leg bone. <laughs> um, I, I touch it. Okay, the moment you touch it, there is a um, sharp crackle of energy and it feels chill to the touch. But as you touch it, you're, if, anyone, if any of you had been looking at him, you would have seen the same vortexes of clouds seem to appear milky um, within Bobby's eyes. And in that moment, Bobby, you, find, you feel yourself transported far away to a room... Land of milk. <laughs> no? Not the, not the milk dimension. <laughs> and you're drowning in milk. <laughs> Make a milk saving throw. Um, no, you find yourself in a long room full of benches and tables and barrels that you feel like you have been in before. Looking at your hands, you see that they are smoky and transparent. It is like you are a ghost. And in that room, you can see figures of deep gnomes walking around. And you realize that you are in the cellar's deep under the castle. Hello, gnomes! None of them seem to be reacting. In fact, they're talking to each other. So, do we notice? Do I, if no, I look... He just is standing rigidly, holding it with his eyes um, cloudy. Okay, well, I Did think... you take Jeremy's shift? Uh, I'll come back to you guys. Yes, uh, I, I need to get away on the weekend, so I'm, I'm building up some leave time. Where are you going? Uh, you know... Just down into the deeper dungeons. There's a subterranean lake I hear is divine this time. Of I went, you know, I once went to the subterranean lake with Mary. Oh, uh, Mary? That, I'm sorry that didn't end well. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. In front day. of your hand, you see that you still have a ghostly version of the orb. Do you remove it or do you keep your hand keep, on it? Keep my hand on it. All right, there's a whooshing sound and you feel yourself sucked away and suddenly you find yourself. In standing in front of the banquet tables that were in the organ room of the castle with the corpse of the Minotaur Cedar still lying in front of you. A second later and you were whooshed away again, this time to the very top, standing on top of the top spire of the castle Ravenloft, where looking down you can see the flickering flames of pitchfork of torches that suggest that a procession of perhaps a hundred men are already making their way up the Balanox towards the castle. Another whoosh and you were taken to a room that you have not been in before. A room that seems full of strange eldritch equipment and in front of you, staring, it seems, in your face, is the figure of the vampire Strahd. Can he, can he see me? And he's like, making a spell! Making a spell! Why do I bother? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Strahd, and I'm making a spell! <laughs> and he does, like, an air loot. Um... <laughs> um and that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the milk dimension! <laughs> yeah, so he's pottering around and he's got like all these runes and he's like, where's me runes at? There they are. And he's got a rune book and he's drawing his runes and he's like, um, yeah, he's just muttering to himself. Can I do a um, perception check and see if there's anything in the environment? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yep, no, 13... We'll do it with your intelligence. Um, so, uh, Strahd, it seems, is preparing a ritual, and you can see that there is a. The, the room is constructed so that a huge shaft through the ceiling forms a natural light based. Um, sundial, essentially, mm -hmm. by the passage of the moon. You can check the time, and it seems by the markings that he is working towards midnight. Would you say that it's a full moon? No. No. It was a full moon three days ago. <laughs> I don't know how long we've been in this castle. <laughs> it it like feels like months. Yeah, <laughs> so long. Months and months. Um, um, and so, yeah, actually, why don't you... Uh, yeah. Why don't you make a quick, um, just intelligence test, DC 15. All right, you've got no idea what's going on, I'm sorry. Um, but you do know he's making a spell, because he had that song before <laughs> <laughs> that he was singing. Do you want to keep holding? Yeah, I want to keep holding. All right, there is a... I can do this all night. <laughs> Um, we're going to cut away for a second. So, um, while 
as I said, Bobby walks up towards it, and before anyone can say, hey, don't touch that magical artifact, he touches it and immediately goes rigid. His eyes go white, and he, to touch, he becomes incredibly cold. Okay, so I was just thinking that if Frieza saw someone else touch a magical item, he would get jealous. So Frieza runs up the staircase and also tries to grab the, magic, the, the orb. Phil, do you going to allow that? Uh, no, I chase after... Oh, come on! <laughs> the fuck are you doing, man? Babysitting you. <laughs> I chase after uh, Frieza. Opposed dexterity checks. Come fight, on! Fight, fight, fight! cha three stirs at a time. That's I got a critical a one. I got Funzo, Funzo. Frieza wins! Right. Phil Frieza escapes the horrendous clutches of the dumb orc. Half-orc, I apologise. Racist. There is a... There is a blink, Bobby, and suddenly the ghostly form of Frizo seems to stand beside you, holding the same orb. And I go, I look into Bobby's eyes and I go, let go! <laughs> let go, this is mine now! You're not even looking around in this new place you found yourself. No, I'm making eye contact with the thing I recognise. So you're not looking I'm... away at all? You're not looking at the room at all? Absolutely not. I am staring directly into Bobby Pancake's eyes and I say, this orb is mine, let it go, you're not even Frizo, magic. Frizo. Look at me. He already is. <laughs> we established that, that. Shut your mouth. This one, game changer. <laughs> Look around you. I let go of the orb. Where am I now, Dave? You're back in the room. Oh. All oh, right. And Bobby Pancakes is, and Bobby's still like frozen, right? Yeah, Bobby's still frozen. Do you want to say anything to Filge? Yeah, I say, hey, Filge, Bobby's corrupted by the vampire. I just saw it in his eyes. We need to rip him off this orb. I just, like, I'm still, like, on the stairs because I fell down. still on the floor, yeah. Yeah, and I say, me heard what you said. <gasps> oh. I thought I said that in my head, in the ghost head. Damn it. Nothing you say in your head is actually in your head. I'm going to kill that orc later. <laughs> <laughs> 40 okay. okay, so I guess Frieza puts his hand back on the thing and then, and then goes back into the dimension and asks Bobby what he's seen. All right, well, why, didn't, why doesn't Frieza look around like a grown boy? Uh, I, a 17. Okay, plus, 17. Yeah, 18 foot with intelligence. Yep, excellent. Yeah. All right, so you realise, um, with perhaps a mind more suited for seeing foul and evil works when he sees it, okay. that uh, perhaps a mind more twisted or more corrupt, perhaps a mind... Um, Perhaps a better mind who's smarter. Whatever, man. Come on. Enfeebled to virtue. Now, you can, in fact, recognise that, um, partly because he's singing a, spe- a song about it, that the vampire is casting the ritual that you read of in the tomb, the one that would summon forth an army of undead from the prime ethereal plane that would allow him to potentially wage war against the Sword Coast. Right. And he would have sung that, but it doesn't scan. So, but is there an early draft of the song we can hear though? Yeah, it's like, it's like making a spell, making a spell, making it to summon an army, and then he's like, "What? I get kicked out of that band? I was the talent." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Frizo uses his action to buy tickets to um, Strad's, I guess, performance at a local RSL. I don't know. <laughs> So yeah, you realise that he is um, trying to summon. He's trying to cast that spell, and if you remember correctly, that spell required two things. It would it would reach its zenith at midnight, and it had to be as part of the spell. You have to sacrifice the one thing that you love most in the world, mm. which we assume is Irina. So I relay all that information to Bobby, and then I let go of the orb and tell How Bobby. How charitable to... of you! All right, excellent. And then I, I say to Bobby, "I'll meet you in the real world." All right, I let go. All right, you both appear back in the real world. I say to Frieza. If the thing that makes it work is the thing that he loves most in the world, what if the thing that he uses isn't actually that thing? What if it's a facsimile of it? Irene is not Petrina. If he casts the spell, will it work? Will it backfire? Like, um, 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow Should down I be asking Filge? Yeah, ask Filge. <laughs> Filge, just to catch you up. Could you hear all that? Huh? Huh? Uh, so you're saying if, if he casts a spell using Irene and Opatrina, will the spell backfire? Yes. So what, so what you're suggesting is we do nothing and risk him taking over the world with an undead army? No, I'm just... I'm... <gasps> Look, when you put it like that, it does sound very silly. <laughs> so, to recap, uh, you were here in the third room, um, in the room on the third floor. Irina is on the bed. The door above you leads to a space yet unknown. The door below leads back the way you came. All is, right. is there oh, a window? There the and there is the chest. Yes, there is a window. Okay. Um, we should throw Irina out the window. To I was going to say lower bed. her out the window by a <laughs> well, rope. Well, you guys better reach consensus. Let's okay. lower yeah. her out a window with a rope. Uh, and then, so she's uh, far away. <laughs> so she's, like, <laughs> she's like out of, presumably out of the magic zone. Like the, the castle's probably the magic zone. And if we lower <laughs> at the window, like you're trying to move a mattress, <laughs> we lower at the window, the top, and we lower down outside the, what I assume is the what magic do you, zone. Where are you tying this rope? To the bed? To no, Phil. <laughs> crucially, the other side of the rope. Where are you tying it to? No, no, no. One, si one side of the west. bed. One Ran side away. one yeah. side to Irina. In a hill's hoist. Yeah, like, oh no, didn't we'll do bits around like the arms? Yeah, like not a... the neck. No. <laughs> me Pull me once. <laughs> if we hide Irina's body, us have to put something else there, pretending to be Irina. Say, freezer? A facsimile <laughs> of a facsimile. Ooh. Like what? a fax? Like a double fax! I scream into the air, confusing everyone. Does anyone have any butter? Stop it! <laughs> okay. We so we agree we're gonna lower out the window and then go upstairs. Okay, okay. Um, who is tying the knot? No, I get, wait, well, no, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I know. Where but... are we gonna drop her to? Like, there's just. What's out the window? Can oh. we look what's out the window <laughs> before we just lower it's her out no the window? <laughs> Looking out the window, you see the jagged peaks of the Balanox and a 400 foot plummet to icy waterfalls. Okay, how much rope do we have? <laughs> we just take the bed sheets, tie them in, like tear them yeah, into we strips. Could we could just suspend around the... They're not going to hold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's check out this trunk. Okay. Um, I once saw a movie where they weed on the satin. The trunk is locked. Okay. <laughs> um, does the key that I have, uh, that operate, the magic key, does that work on the... Do you want to give it a go? Yeah. You get sucked into it and you're back in the crypt. Okay, I go back out of the crypt All right. again. <laughs> <laughs> you work out how that key Guys, works Guys, how out? long is that? How long has that gone? Oh, so every time I use that key... Uh, that okay. key transforms any door or vessel that it opens into a pocket portal to the, the family to crypt the, of the, the house. Crypt to know. All right, uh, let's... Oh, no. Would it work on a person's mouth? <laughs> 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 Wait. So, so because if Bobby's it does, I think we got a show. It's, it's Bobby's plan then to use his like swift hands to thrust the key into the vampire's hand, <laughs> then bite it and then twist the vampire's hand, thrusting or, the vampire into the or, crypt. Or challenge Strato no, hot dog eating contest <laughs> and, and hide the key in a bun. No, it's like you. And then you're like, oh. And then, He's like, oh, he's so good. Meanwhile, he doesn't realise that his crypt's filling with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> A mild inconvenience. Ah, <laughs> oh, me crypt. <laughs> All right, uh, Freezer, what are you doing while they're talking? I'm running up to the. F uh, I'm I'm uh, running up to the fourth floor then. Okay, <laughs> so you just you just run up the steps. Oh, fifth floor. How many floors are there? <laughs> Every floor is six, six, six. I run, I run, <laughs> I run to level six, six, six above the current level. That yeah, we're I on. get it. All right, um, Frizo uh, makes a dash up the steps. Wait, wait, is it, is it a padlock on the it's, chest? It seems. You no, know, yeah, there is a padlock. Um, I, I use the sword and like cut. The okay, padlock um, off. why don't you make a strength strength check? Two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, is that a two? Yeah, it's a, a two. two. All right, you might have damaged the sword. Oh. Me gonna Come try uh, do it. With my uh, wand. Are oh, you going to cast open door? No. What am I? Should I? <laughs> well, you can choose one or two. No, no, no. Me not going to waste it. Me just use wand in, in uh, using great club spell. Great. All right. Because you are being assisted by Bobby, you can roll two dice and pick the highest. Wee. Oh, big and. Ooh. Ten. 
Ten plus, plus, plus your strength. Plus, plus your strength. my strength, 14. So I swing at it with my magic wand. All right, the, the lock. I, I scream, open, lock at me. Right, the, <laughs> and I bash it. Oh, that's, that's good. Um, <laughs> the lock is old and brittle and, it's, and it shatters. And inside you see a couple of things. First of all, you see an old dusty book. You also see what seems to be a stoppered vial of some kind of liquid. And you also see... Is and you also see... Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Um, and you also yeah. see a, what seems to be a little bag with a small stone that kind of hums in it. All right, well, I'm definitely keeping that. Don't write vial of wee on my oh, little bag with a stone. All right, suddenly uh, you hear, um, you feel a sort of shift and you actually hear um, sound like um, chimes ringing out. Um, chimes that you've heard earlier in the night from some kind of another deep gnomish invention perhaps that seems to tell the time. And they ring out 11 times. Oh. One. <laughs> Two, three, <laughs> Benny, can you make those like really old and like choppy and badly yeah, recorded? No, I can do it. <laughs> no, keep you going. You gotta get to eleven. Numbers. Um, <laughs> Baston uh, looks up, and uh, Arena's face is like covered in like stubble rash, and he's like, "My kisses have failed to revive her. Something is wrong." That's all I have to report. Okay, so should okay. Wait, why don't we hide Arena's body in the trunk, and then the, the <laughs> trunk is quite small. We'll fold it up real. How small is it? How flexible is uh, she? It's, it's, <laughs> it is. Oh, why don't we shove, shove her into the crypt using your key? All right. Okay. Ooh. And then I've got disguise self. Um, can I <gasps> disguise myself as Irina? Yeah, you can cast that spell on yourself. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so um, Bobby, using some of his trickster magic, um, a glint comes in his eyes and a flick, and the fabrics of his body seem to shift and become a white funerary gown. And suddenly, as his hair falls, spills out from underneath his smouldering trilby, <laughs> he um, becomes the spitting figure of Petrina. Um, just as he does this, as the th the th you open the chest and fling, uh, presumably, the body of Irina down what is really two flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> onto I yelled, you're safe now! <laughs> as her body tumbles down And the as stairs. you do that, you suddenly... Body, there were some hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly feel um, hear a noise and a scuffling at the door above you, and you have very little time to act. Oh no! Um, and if you don't do something soon, I'm going to make you all just stand there. Okay, I'm going to race up the stairs and um, push my body against the door so it doesn't open. Okay. I'm going to help help her by the door, but Freezer's outside the door, right? Yep. So Barring the door. Is Phil just squashing me up against the door? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, really door? grinding against. Well, you. I ran up to the door. Yeah. So I was at the door. All right, Wait, so you're upstairs door or this stairs door? Upstairs door. Okay. Six, six, six. You guys are grinding yourselves against the door and... Wait, which way does the door open? Inwards. No, outwards. Let's say <laughs> outwards. No, no, no. Yeah, you're, the way you're, you're barring it. I, no, I do not buy the door. I do not help the bar the door. I'm trying to get in there. What do you do then? I, I was trying to open the door. Yeah. All right. You go upstairs. You have a chance. Make a dexterity check. Come I'm in fact on, again. open the door. 18 plus 1 is 19. All right, do you want to try and beat, beat that really quickly? That is not going to nope. do it. I want right. to try and beat it. As, as, you, right. as, you race to, <laughs> as you race to bar the door because it is scuffling, Frizo darts forward at the last minute and flings the door wide open. And inside you see a figure um, above you that seems wet, furious, um, covered in injuries and is tall and foreboding, but not the figure of Strahd. Instead, it is a scuffled figure that you have seen before. A man dressed in simple peasant's robes with an humble sword and tales of adventure in his head no! and perhaps a vendetta. And to play him, Edvard Ostwick, please welcome back to Dragon Friends, Mr. Carlo Ritchie.
most hurtful about this? I saw Carlo here tonight and I thought, oh, it's so nice Carlo came to watch the finale of the show. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. Carlo doesn't come unless he's in. Is, you've come here to fuck us, <laughs> I assume. Yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> if anyone has forgotten, last time we saw um, Edvard Ostwick, he helped the dragon friends um, through no small sacrifice of himself, through his lands and on their way to the Balanox. And as he left them safe um, in a carriage, oh, ready no, to take them up to the castle, Friso turned around and tried to murder him for two temporary hit points. <laughs> and now he re-enters our tale. Shouldn't you be bacon, Brad Baker's boy? <laughs> Ostwick, I rue the day I let you live. And I haven't eaten bread in three days. I'm very hungry. I was also assaulted by wolves. And a man with a jacket and a fierce eye. <laughs> But it was all worth it to stop you, Friezo. <laughs> what are you doing here, Ostwick? How'd you get up here? The village folk were assaulting the castle. I bested a couple of fellers and got up here myself to stop you myself. Strahd's evil, sure, but you're evil incarnate. <laughs> Why are you so wet? I fell in the moat. <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay, because my mum was a sea witch, so it's fine. I call bullshit on you, Ostwick. You've never told a true tale in your life. And you've never lived an honest day in yours. Ostwick draws his sword, and lightning strikes behind him, silhouetting him perfectly. That's convenient. <laughs> I take my wand. And on the empty tag that does not yet bear his name, I begin to write Edvard Ostwick. <laughs> Hang on, are you literally like, yeah, just yeah. give me, what, you yeah. just, I'm just, how do you spell that? Is that two S's? <laughs> yeah. I'll take an attack of opportunity. Yeah, oh. That's fair. All right, go ahead, roll. <laughs> Everybody actually hang on initiative order, but you can go first with the surprise round because Hing decided to start writing things down. You go first. Uh, I got a nine plus five, so I got 14. 14, what's your My armor? My armor class is 14. All right, um, so you attack and incredibly the mithril chainmail that you basically stole uh, blocks the blow. Yeah, excellent stuff. And I say, you failed at this just like you failed at being socially able. Frieza, you're up next. I, uh, I, I take my, uh, my, my wand and I, with just all the anger and passion inside my heart, I cast Crown of Madness onto Edvard Ostwick. All right, that is a spell. A I don't really remember what it does, That's but I have two. written it down here on my card. Yep, all right, excellent, congratulations. Um, suddenly, a spell that you've never seen before, um, Frieza begins to cast, his eyes glow red hot, and as he casts it, um, the spell glows in his hands and then instantly fizzles because he's wearing armor. Um, <laughs> what? What? No, it's, well, you, you're the one that said you'd read the player's handbook, mate. Uh, you're wearing chainmail. Yeah. What, is, is the chainmail some sort of magical Faraday cage? Is that what that is? Like, all metal armor is a magical Faraday cage, unless you have the proficiency for it. Which you don't. That's your first spell slot. All right, uh, Bobby, you're up Fuck! next. Read the book! Did it, did it make his... Chainmail mad? It made it hot. <laughs> do, do I realise what's going it on? It made your chainmail hot and itchy. Yeah, you work it out. Okay. Um, so disguised as Arena as I am, I um, uh, I yelled to uh, Edvard. Edvard, please stop this madness. These are my true friends. I've no quarrel with you, lady. <laughs> I'm here to kill this baker boy and then go back to eating three square meals a day made of gold. <laughs> Does he know me from the village? Uh, no, you were in the castle. No, oh, he's right. from Wickshire and oh, you're from right. Barovia. He's the bravest man in Wickshire. Bravest man in the Shire. <laughs> Please, don't hurt my Frizo. He is a misguided man, but he is... Oh, fuck it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bobby's... All right. Uh, Phil, you're up next. Um, I'm going to um, pin... pin uh, 
what's his name? Edvard down in a hug, in a bear hug. But I'm going to pretend like I'm happy to see him. So I go, ah, Edvard. Is this a deceptive grapple? (laughs) Yes, Dave, it's a deceptive grapple. (laughs) I'm a barbarian three now. Um, So I, I go, Edvard, so good to see you. We miss you. Uh, right. I Ma- say with my fingers crossed behind my Make an my attack back. roll and, uh, com- and go against uh, And then I lunge towards him. I got a fifth. Tw- you, got a nine, you, got a, you got a 19. You got a 17 minus one. So uh, 16. 16. So you are pinned to the ground by the she-orc. Get off me. Let me fight the baker's boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> Best on. Um, I'm going to go and do the same thing. To uh, Frizo. Smooch him? No, no, no. Do the hug thing. Be like, Frizo. <laughs> it's been good to see you. And and hug him. All right. So attack roll him. versus acrobatics. Acrobatics. Oh. No, that won't work. Okay. You're both grappled. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Edvard, you're up next. Um, I guess I'll try and break from this grapple. I suppose. Yep. Okay. Good great. Luck. Just make a um, just make actually a dexterity saving throw for me. Uh, 18, all right. 18 minus you, you, one, 17. You break free from the grapple, and that's your move action. Can so I take my, an action surge yeah, after can. that to attack the pinned uh, the pinned baker's boy? Yeah, you've got what advantage, so go surge? ahead. Um, it's a thing a fight fighters have. It's, it doesn't matter. It's not easy. Read the book. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck. Put this on a cake, baker's boy. All that's, right, that'll do it. That's 15. <laughs> You hit him with your sword for seven points of damage. So, like, a sword literally like, flies past Baston's ear. Well, Baston's holding him down. You're oh. kind of helping. So, wait, so does, he, does he hit me in my head and only take seven points of damage? No. Do you no. want more? <laughs> no, I don't. No, sir. Frizo, uh, do you let go of Frizo at that moment? Um, yeah, I'm like, let's have a fair fight. All right, you let go. Frizo, it's your go. All right, I, uh, I rip off the armor. I, I guess I wriggle out, and hopefully as I wriggle out of Baston's clutches. All right, that will take your entire action. I, no, no, because he let me go. Yeah, but I'm taking off my you're armor. You're taking off a shirt. It, like, show, me, show me how quickly you can take off a shirt. Oh. <laughs> Fucking done it. Let's do fast. this. All right, yeah. sure. All right, you can. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Great. Bonus yeah. action. <laughs> I have very quick. Frizo that was very quick. As we've discussed, Frizo has proficiency at stripping. Yeah. Wait, oh, it's oh, mastercrafted yeah. stripper pants. Yes. Of course. All right. Uh, quickly, you get a free... What are you doing? Attack. I am witch-bolting this motherfucker so hard. That's 11 plus 6 is 17. All right. Um, hang on. That is... All right. So that's D10 uh, damage. Um, D10? How many D10? Plus D10 plus 4. That is a seven points of damage. Uh, seven points of damage. You stagger back with a mighty blow. Bobby? Um, I take the magical sword and I hold it at Frizo's neck and I say, Stop it! Right now! Bad I- Frizo! <laughs> All right, so you will get a reaction attack against Frizo on his turn if he does anything. Filge? Um, I grab um, Edvard and I put, him, I put him in a choke hold and I say, You! Stop it right now! Once more, attack roll, acrobatics. Um, Ooh, well. four. That's a good old four. All right, okay. Yeah. So you grab yeah, him one more time, that. and he's pinned against the wall. Baston. Um, takes his shirt off. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to, look, uh, I'm just going to punch someone. I don't know who it is. So, um, is Baston odds, confused? Yeah, just like, oh, I don't know. I like everybody. So odds, I punch Frieza. Uh, it's it's even, so I punch. Yep. So I punch a uh, fancy man over there. Uh, which you, fifteen? Got, yep. Sure, that'll hit him. Um, D four. D four plus three. Uh, four damage. Right, right. Four damage. Okay, so you are staggered and you are hit up. So you have been punched by man, pinned by half orc, witch bolted by elf, and you are close to death. You're not the heroes in this. <laughs> You're monsters. You're all monsters. Look at what you've made me do! And I take out a little bell from inside my jerkin and I start ringing it. Okay, he rings this tiny bell and it gets louder and louder until it is deafening in your ears. The sound seems sonorous, grim and severe and a whirlwind of wind followed by bats fills the room as once more the figure of the vampire Strahd oh. appears. Oh no, oh, I've been woken up, oh no. Oh, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter, does And the it? bats disappear. It doesn't matter. And he goes, oh, holy dooly. 
I was bats before, now I'm me. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Who the fuck are you? Uh, to Edvard. I'm Edvard of Oswick. My father gave me this bell and told me to ring Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Cool story. Uh, no, I'll tell you who you are. You're dead. Ah, and he disintegrates him. All right. Is that okay? That's uh, 28 hit points. Uh, Edvard Ostwick. <laughs> I'm no, sorry, wait, turn wait. in your character. <laughs> How will the dragon friends get out of this? Uh, their foe has been defeated by another foe, perhaps one even stronger, trapped on the third floor as the wind howls above them. The mob brays beneath them and lightning cracks all around. It seems that the end is soon at hand for these four adventurers that fate and foolishness called the Dragon Friends. Thank you! Dragon Friends is DM'd by David Harmon, with music performed live by me, Benny Davis, and features the voices of Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, Michael Hing, Ben Jenkins, and Eden Lacey, with special guest Carlo Ritchie, returning as the bravest man in Wickshire. Shakira Khan designs our website, and the podcast is edited by me and sponsored by PAX Australia, the country's biggest video games and pop culture expo. And for those of you paying close attention, about 90 seconds in, you may have heard me playing an eerie, discordant rendition of the Jurassic Park theme. If you're wondering why, it's because David just said something about Castle Ravenloft's West Wing, and I drunkenly got my themes confused, so apologies if you found that distracting. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.